A vital part that fails with the inter-islander ferry Kaitaki adrift and floating towards rocks and high winds was long overdue for replacement. And Kiwi Rail is still not following recommended maintenance guidelines according to a report by the Transport Accident Investigation Commission. There was 864 people on board when the ship lost power to all four engines on January the 28th and then a safety-critical rubber expansion joint ruptured, meaning the engines could not be restarted. The joint, which should have been replaced every five years, was 18 years old, adding to Kiwi Rail's woes. Auckland commuters were left fuming this morning with most train services in the city knocked out, hot on the heels of Wellington's train fiasco earlier in the week. Well, joining us now is Kiwi Rail CEO Peter Reedy. Kia ora, Peter. Kia ora, Lisa. Why isn't Kiwi Rail's maintenance programme up to scratch? Uh, well, actually, firstly, if I think about this event and... Thanks for having me on today. The take report, we agree with the take report. Um, you know, firstly, this was a very uh, distressing incident for the passengers and crew, and we apologise for that, and today has reminded us of that event. Secondly, we agree with take, and our own investigation said that, that we, we failed to monitor the age of this particular joint. We accept that this should never have been installed on the ship. It was, it was too old, and as we've gone back and looked at our safety systems, Back in that time, we did not record the date of manufacture, and now we do. So your poor maintenance put lives at risk? Uh, without a doubt, that, that ship, it, it was a distressing event. Uh, what put else? It was more than distressing, wasn't it, Peter? The ship was adrift with no what? power in the engines, in high winds, heading towards rocks, people with life jackets on ready to evacuate if they needed to. This was a serious event that actually, as I said, would have been extremely distressing for the passengers and crew. We're extremely sorry for that. And as we focus on the incident today, yes, there was a failure of a part that was um, outside standards, our standards, it should never have been installed. And that was the fundamental reason for the loss of propulsion. At the time of the failure of this part, how often were you expecting critical parts? We, uh, our safety standard at the time uh, was that we would have a service life for these particular parts uh, for four years. We would be inspecting parts, critical parts, on a three-month uh, cycle basis. Under maritime law, these assets are regularly audited and, and uh, regulated by ourselves plus external parties. The first thing here is that at the time when this piece was installed, and it's a bit like we understood the bones of the system, the, the muscles, we did not get the detail on the nerves. And the reason for this part failed was we did not have the detail of the nerves. So that's now, a maintenance failure, systems now isn't it, Peter? That that's a failure Absolutely. in your maintenance um, systems. A so Absolutely. are you complying with new recommendations of the Transport Accident Investigation? The, the, the recommendation 3.3, which is that you inspect these joints on a yearly basis, that you install rubber expansion joints that are no older than eight months old, and that they are replaced every five years regardless of the condition they are in. Are you complying so, with that? So there are multiple manufacturers of these joints, not just the one take spoke to. And there's a wide range of guidelines in relation to the shelf and service, Lisa, but there's no clear industry standard. For example, New Zealand Defence Aviation state life of five years and service life okay. ten years. 
We're talking we about Kiwi Rail Lisa, here, so point, I understand the defence. I understand what you're saying about the defence, Peter, but I think it's best that we stick with what you were doing and what Kiwi Rail we, is doing. The we, investigators we, have made a recommendation, if I can just finish. The investigators have made a recommendation to you, and the Maritime New Zealand, who is, well, they're the compliance agency, they've agreed with the investigators. So I'm going to ask you again, will you and are you complying with this new recommendation and regulation? which is going to be enforced by Maritime New Zealand. Lisa, the eight-month shelf-life proposal that's come through the take investigation was not a requirement at the time of the event. It's not an industry standard. Our manufacturer has assured us this week we have exceeded the standards on our current manufacturer. I've spoken to Maritime New Zealand. We look forward to the discussion with take and the industry on the standard. The eight-month maximum shelf-life was not an industry requirement at the time of the event, is not an industry requirement now, but we are happy to play a leading part. So you're not in going to comply, Peter, at this point? The eight, we are complying, we are exceeding our manufacturer's standard, and we're actually exceeding quite a lot of the larger the maritime industry. At the okay. moment, the eight month is a recommendation. We look forward to actually working closely with Take and Maritime on the recommendation. Right, let's move on to the train lines, right? Auckland commuters. Uh, Tens of thousands of them left uh, unable to get to work or wherever they needed to. Um, maintenance there, not up to scratch either, was it? Oh, Lisa, oh, you know, I am so proud of my people today, and I'm glad you raised it. This was not a maintenance issue. This was not a failure. And I've spoken to the Deputy Mayor. All our inspections were up to speed. Our annual cleaning was up to speed. This was grit that got into an insulator due to high humidity the insulator was cleaned, power stored at 8.15. And just imagine if my front line had not fronted up today and turned the power off, I'm so proud of my people that today, and I've made that very clear to Auckland Transport, we advised okay. Auckland One Rail at 4.25am. So I think that's exactly what we want in Auckland. Imagine just, our just people on being your disrupted. Just maintenance schedule then. So the cleaning of the lines was done in July last year, according to your COO, and there was a visual inspection done in December. He says that severe weather has meant debris um, has got into the overhead line insulators. It was pretty obvious Auckland had had some significant weather events. So from the visual inspection in December, why didn't you go back and inspect again? So the, the actual insulator in this particular incident was under a bridge and that was there was uh, high humidity. Normally when it rains, the rain cleans these insulators out. However, our inspection cycles have been maintained. We are now going to go back and check the insulators, particularly insulators under bridges, which have a high humidity, and that's exactly what we'll be doing. And seeing so our, your, our metro your maintenance schedule as it stood, Peter, was mm -hmm. not sufficient for the conditions that Auckland now faces. No, I don't agree. The insulators across so Auckland why were the are inspected every six running? months and cleaned annually because one insulator had a piece of grit due to high humidity. Now, our normal metro standards. Uh, that we, we put in place are, are sufficient. We will go back and have a look at that based upon what's happened in the last couple of months. But there's been no issue today. But we'll certainly pick this up now, right. talking to our team. We'll be doing in increased inspections. So if we look at the list, Peter, the Inter-Islander, Wellington's commuter trains, Auckland's commuter trains, Kiwirel's job is to get people from A to B at a set time in a certain time frame. Why are you regularly failing to do that? Well, I don't think we are, Lisa. We carry 26 million 
passenger trips a year. We carry over 26 uh, percent of New Zealand's exports. We are regularly delivering seven days a week for this country. Now, we have had three instances. Today was not a failure of maintenance, so I disregard that, but we will be looking at our increased inspections. We have certainly learned from the failure of the old of the asset in Inter Islander. We've significantly upgraded our asset standards. We've got global experts working with us on maritime. And certainly in Wellington, the maintenance of Wellington is is up to spec because when we put the assurance car over it two days ago, there were no major faults in that line, which would suggest that our maintenance practices are within standard. So I don't agree that our maintenance is a risk here. What is the issue here is that just making sure that we're focusing on the quality and the compliance uh, that the Wellington issue was, and that, that is our focus right now. Peter, really do appreciate you coming on the programme this evening. Thank you for that. That's Peter Reedy, who's Kiwi Rail's CEO.